0: Today's episode of Combos Court Podcast is brought to you by Body Armor, where hydration meets preparation. What up, what up, what up everyone? Happy New Year and welcome to the second episode of Combos Court Podcast. In this episode, LJ will be in the building. We will be discussing life overseas, social media's effect on basketball, trainers, and much, much more. Lawrence is a Manhattan College alumni who also played professionally overseas in Italy, Denmark, and France. He currently trains high school, college, and professional athletes alike. You can follow him on Instagram at fifty five. But before we get into this episode, I want to give a huge thanks to everyone who showed support over the past few weeks. The feedback from the first episode was nothing short of amazing, and I truly appreciate it. Now, you know you can follow me on Instagram at 1-2-combo. That's O-N-E. TWO, COMBO, and while listening to today's episode, I need everyone to rate, review, and subscribe right on iTunes. Let's get into it. social media everybody shows the stuff that's going to give them likes and it's a lot of dribble combos which is great but if you're doing that for the whole workout I don't think it's beneficial
1: I don't think it's beneficial for the player for a workout a workout is a workout you're going to get a sweat right you're going to get your heart rate going right. there's only a few that's players few players who really get the opportunity To do that. And that's at the pro level. At the college and high school level, there's been limited opportunities for guys to really showcase their ability. That's why when guys get to the NBA, you hear a lot of the analysts saying, I never realized he was such a great ball handler. I never realized he could do X, Y, and Z. Because they're limited at the lower levels to be able to really showcase their abilities like a Kyrie or Damian Lillard and those guys who... Our ball dominant and really shake and bake, you know?
0: And they get so much better because they get reps and then more reps and then more reps. And while the other players are sitting in the corner, when they change situations, they might not be able to do that.
1: Yeah, like a, I had a joke in, in college where we had a, a good guard and our point guard would say... Shout out to Manhattan College? Yeah, shout out to Manhattan College. <laughs> uh, we would uh, pass to Kobe and cut through, you know? Yeah. that's that's kind of what happens. Who was like, your Kobe. Uh, at the time, it was a player by the name of Rico Pickett. You okay. Know? He had transferred from, uh, I want to say, that if I'm, I'm not mistaken, Alabama. Went to Juco. Ended up at Manhattan College. That was your Colby. That was crazy green light. Co- crazy green light, you know? <laughs> Fire green light, you know? But
0: uh, A green light could change your life.
1: The green light can change your life for the better and the worse. The more the ball's in your hand, you know? You expose yourself to your weaknesses, but... And the right system, you know, you can really showcase your skills yeah. and use it as an opportunity to get to the next level.
0: Speaking on getting to the next level, you know, a lot of players finish up with college. Um, maybe they didn't go to a top 25 school. You know, maybe they weren't a McDonald's All-American before that, but they want to know how do they become a professional? I just feel personally that they got to be all the way in or not in it at all.
1: There's a, a thin line between guys who are playing for fun and guys who wanna have an opportunity at playing pro. There's a lot of guys yeah. who have experienced some some success on the I wanna say they've experienced success in rec, they've experienced success in street ball and want to have an opportunity to play professionally for money. And I don't wanna say it's impossible, but it's not likely. The resources that will be it's available to you. Yeah, anything's possible. Yeah. But the resources that will be available to you by taking the appropriate steps, high school, college, D-League, make it that much more likely for you to have an opportunity than some of these guys? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, anybody can get the best of anybody. It doesn't matter where you play. The, the basketball's round, pretty much, so anything yeah. can happen. But on the other note, people think if you have one good game against somebody who's making a lot of money or somebody in the NBA, that means you should be there. And not that's not necessarily always the case.
1: Uh, i don 't think it's ever the case through social media. People see the end product they don 't see the body of work that took to get to that exactly. end product, you know yeah, and you see oh, that person has thirty thousand followers or that person has thirty thousand dollars or that person just had thirty. I can do that too that 's not necessarily the case yeah and then vice it was versa. a route they took it was a route yeah, they, and they took vice yeah. versa people always uh, assume. Well, if I was 6'9", or if I had yeah, big yeah. hands, or if I I'm had... I'm sure you got that a lot. Yeah, everybody <laughs> Everybody who thought they could be 6'9'' is in the league right now. In their mind, they, they're already a millionaire. they How could you make that ha- not happen? But right. play your role, play your position, use it for what it's worth. Got a free education out of it. Got to build a lot of relationships out of it. You know, Got to travel the world. Still traveling the world because of it.
0: And that's a great segue to our next topic. You played overseas. I did as well and I know the adjustment can be very tough, especially the first year. It could be a tough transition. Yeah. And uh, I
1: think especially being from a big city in New York or oh just man. being in the United States.
0: How much did it make you appreciate New York cuz I know for me it did.
1: It was very very humbling to to see how people live. Not that they live poorly, but the yeah, access, you know, just exactly. supermarkets being closed on Sundays. Right. Not being able to go to McDonald's. The little go, things you take
0: for granted here. Of
1: course, of course. A lot of it... But now was, it helped
0: you appreciate it. I, I know it did for me.
1: It helped yeah. me appreciate it. And since I'm a bit removed from it, I've gotten comfortable again. Right, 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 right. Even right. when I go away and you're just thinking to yourself, I need access to something. And right. you find yourself in a bit of a struggle. Something New Yorkers simple, are spoiled. Let's something as that. simple as Wi-Fi.
0: Well, say, it's, say it simply. New Yorkers are spoiled. And yeah, they don't even realize it.
1: They don't realize it, but... That's with anything in life. When you have access to something, when yeah. you take it away, you realize it's important. That's why right. you hear your elders saying, oh, don't take this for granted. Don't take that for granted. But it's difficult to pass on information right. when you haven't really experienced it. So until you go through the experience, it's in one ear, out the other.
0: And people just see the highlights and all the great stuff from Play Overseas on his yeah. Which is, it was the greatest experience of my life. And I'm not taking it away from it. But it wasn't the easiest. It is tough. It is not easy. Sometimes... You have great people surrounding you overseas, and sometimes you're all by yourself. You know, and it's all
1: about the, the the support system. Yeah, is your agent doing what he's supposed to? Yeah, did he put you in the right situation? Right. How's the town? You know, right, for right, a right, lot right. of people, they don't realize there's only a few major teams in big cities that can have some type of parallel to what you've experienced in your own world, whether you're from New York, Cali, Atlanta, right, wherever right, you right. might be. And vice versa, on the tail end, there are people overseas who come to different markets and different countries, and they're appreciative of everything that these places have to offer because they may not have those things in their towns. Right. So the the resources are there, the opportunities are there, but the transition really is something difficult to get used to. Language is the biggest thing. Yeah, wow. Being in a place where... Some
0: countries, they speak a bunch of English, because I played in Denmark, you did as well, everybody speaks English.
1: That's true. Everybody speaks English. That's and you easy. played
0: in Italy, and I was in Italy for two weeks, um, and nobody speaks English to me from what I saw in Italy.
1: From what I see in the smaller towns, and the smaller markets, if you're not a big-time player, if you just have an opportunity to just go somewhere and make a little money and play basketball, you'll realize that the people there don't speak English. But if you can go to a big market major yeah. city, it's almost more not an option. Yeah, more Americanized, more Americanized yeah, people yeah. to assimilate and be able to... Make you feel as comfortable as they need to for you to get the job done. Right. So at the end of the day, it's a business. So overall,
0: it was a great experience playing overseas.
1: Great experience. I wouldn't trade in for the world. A lot of a lot of free trips, you know. While you're in Europe, you go see other places. Things exactly. that you take for granted. Things that you hear people talk about, you know. That you hear the rappers and Euros and games right, right, right. and... And then, it's they, and then it's there right in front of you and then it's there right in front of you and then now you can say this is this is part of my world too you know i i know what this is i know what the, oh that's what he meant yeah you know? some
0: some of the greatest experience i had overseas was just walking through new places like when i walked through copenhagen like i just thought it was amazing there I, I never seen anything like it everybody was riding their bike hardly anybody was driving i want to talk to you a little bit about uh mostly the youth i would say when they think they have more time than they actually have is that a problem
1: Uh, Of course, it's a problem for everyone. Everyone always thinks they have more time than they do when they're younger because they don't realize what's really going on in the world. They're still, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say they're naive, but their thought process is premature. Uh, I remember being in high school and having uh, alumni come back to school and saying, take advantage of all the opportunities, get as many shots up as you can, go hard, because before you know it, you'll be in college. And I'd sit there and be like, all right. You were no good. You're still no good. You know, I'm I'm going to get this done, all right? And you get to college, and you hear the same story. You hear the alumni. It's the best time of your life. Take advantage. You don't know what i do to give back or get back this time to be in college. And you're just like, all right, all right. I hear you. I hear you. Can we get to the next part of the day? And then you get overseas, you know? And people are like, take advantage. Travel. Assimilate, get to know as many people.
0: Well, by that time you should kind of be able to take advantage. I would hope because you, you're a little bit
1: older. Yeah, you're a little bit older, but I, I would say there are always people who can take for granted certain things yeah, that like, they've always had access to. Like you know? when, when
0: when I I see play other players that I play with in Europe, and they'll literally not want to leave the house and just go to practice and go to the house and not explore anything. And I found that crazy.
1: Yeah, that's a, a big issue. The, that's the big thing out you, there. You always hear that, especially with getting back to the overseas thing. Uh, the Americans, how they're a little bit arrogant and they don't really right. want to deal with people and they're high maintenance. But people don't realize that's that's a difficult transition just to move away from home and be asked to, to perform under normal circumstances when you're not in normal circumstances. But back to the youth um, and time, I would just say to be a professional. Like when I started working with the youth, my, my idea and mentality that I wanted to pass along is pro reps, you know? You want to be professional about everything you do, and just not on the court, off the court, the way you carry yourself, the way you use nutrition, Episode the way one,
0: Combo's Court Podcast, key five, bring a pro's mentality before you're a pro. Yeah. Same thing. You know? So, yeah.
1: if you want to um, do things, you have to be professional about it, being on time. My coaches would always say, I had my high school coach um, at Holy Cross, if you're... If you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, don't even bother showing up. So just right. taking a pro approach to everything you do, fitness on the court, fitness off the court.
0: Be a pro before you're a pro. Basically. Yeah. And just—and another way to say it is, just because you're not getting paid to play basketball yet, you could still be a professional. Yeah. How about distractions? And do you think if somebody wants it bad enough, there won't be distractions?
1: You always have these stories about guys and how bad they wanted it. And the stories get better and better as time goes on. <laughs> you know, I used to have to walk, not me personally, but the story I would have, I used to walk to have two miles every day to get to the gym to get shots up. Uh, you should be lucky to have a gym right outside your house. I used to have to work out by myself, no passer. You have resources, you have a gun, like the gun is a big tool oh, man. these days to work out with. But at the end of the day, I was I had a few distractions, not as much as kids today have access to, but while I was in high school, fantasy basketball was kind of a bit of distraction, you know, setting up my teams. Oh, to, for real. In terms of distractions, there's a lot of distractions. You know, you got social media, you got girls, yeah. you got friends, you got your social life. But the the easy thing to say is if you want it bad even, enough,
0: even school could be a educate uh, distraction, right? Of course, it's, yeah, it's
1: it's a good distraction, but yeah. it still distracts you from, from basketball from basketball. So. Right. There will always be distractions. And yeah, you'll see those kids who if they want it bad enough, they're they're kind of locked in and they have their agenda and they stick to the plan. But as much as you don't want to be distracted, you don't want to let the time go by and see that you didn't enjoy your childhood, you know, because right. as much as you have so much to gain, you also have so much to lose. For sure. So that's uh, kind of just my viewpoint on uh, time and and youth and just understanding How to just put everything together.
0: Right. Talked about trainers.
1: Yeah, trainers. There's all kinds of trainers. Everybody thinks they're a trainer these days, you know? Yeah. Your grandfather, you know, he's gotten some shots up. He comes in rebound for you. What I can say is there were only a few trainers when I was growing up. So different. Your coaches would kind of just open the gym up. You do spot shooting, spot shooting. Oh man, that's it! And then uh, you'd run, you'd do sprints, you know, 17 suicides. So,
0: there's pros and cons to the new training, which I think the pros are now there's so many ways to beat the defense, there's so many different finishes. There's now we could shoot off, shoot with the right hand, right foot instead of the basic layup. But the problem with that is step back jumpers, sidestep jumpers, dead leg moves. But that's all great, and I work on that stuff myself, even just for fun now when I'm tired because I love learning new things from the youth and what they're doing and new trainers and new philosophies. The only problem with that is is that's what the youth is seeing on social media and they could do five between the leg crossovers, step back, nail a jump shot but when they rip through they travel and they, they can't dribble with their head up and the basic stuff is not translating.
1: Well, that makes sense. A lot of the kids these days are seeing these moves and identifying these moves with their games and, and knowing yourself is the biggest thing. you know. Understanding what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses and some of these things complement certain players but when I see a seven footer working on his in and out step back or side step I doubt a coach really wants to see him stepping back from the three point line you know it's great when KD does it it's great when Dirk does it but um, I'm pretty sure they want to and you can get to it, maybe you can
0: get to that at some point yeah but, maybe uh, not just not right now of course of course
1: yeah. but in the long run you kind of gotta understand your game you know Right. See what your game is naturally. See what your coaches want from you. And then use a combination of the two to create your workout. Don't just look at social media as the end-all, be-all. Because you'll get yourself into a lot of trouble, even on the bench.
0: Yeah, for sure. You want to plug yourself?
1: Um, huh?
0: LJ out, combo out. See you soon for episode three. Follow me on Instagram at one two combo o n e t w o c o m b o. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, download all that good stuff. L J out, combo out. See you.